0: This is an alternate reality podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things nerdy, all things gaming, basically all things awesome. This is our gaming news of the week, today being the 22nd of May when we're recording. I'm your returning host, ChewBurger84, and joining me is Dahooch. How are you, Hey, doing great, man. Hey, that's what I love to hear. Love to hear that, <laughs> that Hooch enthusiasm. Absolutely. See, I know why, because we're talking about Batman. So we're talking about Batman, all of a sudden, Hooch is like at 300%. And then we're talking about Gambit. You're like, negative 200. But that happens yeah, to okay. all of us, I guess. You know. <laughs> yeah. I can't get it. I anymore. mean, if if, if yeah. someone starts talking about... Uh, no but, matter but, how... Who is who speaking? Is, who is oh, speaking, who is speaking? I Does have really no idea, idea yet. How are
1: you, mate? I, I, am, I am doing good. I was just saying that, uh, you know, for me, it's the same with uh, League of Legends. Like, it doesn't matter how tired I am. If someone wants to talk about League of Legends or, or you know, the world of Runeterra... Poof. I'm up, dude. Like, we'll talk about it forever. <laughs>
0: is that like, if there's not a night where, like, your girlfriend's like, I really, can you, like, are you okay? Like, I know what happens to most guys, but, like, is there anything I can do to, like, help you get there? You're like, talk to me about Twisted Fates. <laughs> I honestly am
1: thinking, like, I'm not a guy that's into, like, dressing up or anything like that, like, or role roleplay or anything, but I would think that, like, maybe there's a few characters in League of Legends that I think I would be, like, all right,
0: if you wore this, I- th- Are you talking about cosplaying or this is role playing in the bedroom? Well,
1: man? I think it's more like cosplay because I, I, I don't think I could ever do like a role play scenario in the bedroom. I think that's just too weird.
0: Let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. Like a nerdy fantasy for all time is like to have like your girlfriend come in dressed as like Leia in the gold bikini, right? I mean, not mine, but yeah. What would be the lol equivalent for a Hebrew? What would be if your if your <laughs> girlfriend just surprise you on your birthday or something walks in, what outfit do you just go, oh, this is going to be over quick?
1: i'd probably say oh man that's that's loaded i'm probably gonna say fucking Phrasing. sona probably
0: i find sona, oh, i, really I find sona, sona huh? she's quite innocent. Ejective. sort of vibe about
1: sona um she is but she's also musical she's very musical so i think that's a oh, big reason why i like her yeah of course so yeah right, yeah right. and i mean she's also gorgeous but yeah um but right. if I was if I was in like a badass mood, like I just want you to be a like badass bitch, um, Samira, mm-hmm. dude, that that chick fucking crazy, and yeah, I would take it. A... I
0: have to Google that one. I can't remember. Yeah. But she's she's send me, a, send me a image in chat okay. while I'm talking, and I'll acknowledge you in All a right. sec. So let's get the shameless shilling out of the way, folks. If you are enjoying this podcast, <laughs> make sure you tell your nerdy friends about it. Uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this pod. I cannot stress enough how much those four and five stars help us. And then, of course, you want to go the extra mile and help us grow the show, heading over to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash A-N-R pod is absolutely the best way to do that. And we do love talking with you guys as well or like getting you into our alliances like the guys did this week with My Hero Academia Mobile. Make sure you're on our Discord, discord.me forward slash A-N-R and check the welcome message. That way you can subscribe to the channels that you want to and aren't bombarded by all the other stuff that's on there as well. All right, boys, let's talk about some gaming news of the week. And with this news is a lack of boobs because eBay is banning the sale of all adult video games. And that includes a lot of older, like relatively tame, tame. modern standard things. Like uh, a staple for us back in the day is older gaming gentleman, Hooch is uh, legendary Larry as an yes. example. Yes. I have no yes. idea what
2: that uh, is. I th- Oh man, Lee's Suit Larry was a middle-aged, balding guy who was always trying to get it with the ladies, unsuccessfully. And it had some like nice raunchy innuendo, and he, it's like it wasn't anything that was like straight up lewd. It was like uh, the gaming equivalent of Benny Hill. Yeah, not,
0: like to, to use something that nobody else knows. <laughs> it actually is kind of British humor. A lot of it, really, when you think about it like that, like it is kind of alluding to the naughty things but showing it as little as possible like it wasn't until like leisure suit larry 4 where they're actually showing like you know cartoony boobs up until that point like it was deliberately pixelated and things like that was that one love for sale it was love for sale yeah
2: okay yeah that was the one that i played the most when you had to find the dildo (laughs) there was a a, yeah 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 so if you were as you were walking around if you, you there were little tiny like hidden dildos, like figurines in most games. Yeah. You're like, oh, find the hidden thing. And you clicked on it. It was hilarious because it made this awesome music. Be like, yeah, baby. It was just, yeah, I remember yeah. playing that game.
0: I remember like being a teenager around the time that one dropped. And I remember trying so hard to see what happened at the end of that strip poker game. And then like, uh, yeah, then obviously it was like the big tease and nothing actually happens at the end of it. So yeah, those yeah. games were pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's such a, an interesting thing that like, it's not like they're selling products that are illegal. This is a, this is a moral choice on a commercial platform. I guess they're trying to say, well, we're trying to protect kids, but don't you only take money from people that are over the age of 18? I don't understand this
2: move. I think just it's, you know, unfortunately another sacrifice to just like, I don't want to go too far down to, down it, but it's just more pressure from the, you know, people who see things and everything as a threat to, I don't know,
0: morality. I, I it's just, it sucks. I, I, it's I really literally don't does. understand it though. Cause like in a year yeah. that only fans is one of the largest platforms on the planet now, right. With obviously just flat out, you know, debauchery and awesomeness across Mm -hmm. the whole thing at the same time we have this like direct and polar opposite move to censor a lot of other things um yeah like because the twitch stuff this week was interesting as well so there's been a lot of discussions on twitch that a lot of people feel like twitch is fast becoming uh away from the video game like place where you share your nerd stuff to it's literally just full of women uh in hot tubs in bikinis why are they in hot tubs you ask Twitch last year brought out guidelines that basically said the amount of cleavage or scantily clad clothes that you can wear um, has to be basically in context. So you're only allowed to wear a bikini on cam to get those sweet, sweet uh, simp cash if you are in a pool or in a hot tub. So there's all these things where like they're just literally laying in their lounge room in basically soaking in their own juices for a two hour stream in a kid's kiddie pool that they've inflated in the middle of a lounge room. I don't understand how their carpets are all moldy and gross. And it's such a weird thing. But it's like whenever you go to Twitch, the front page is just full of these women in bikinis. And that's where all the support money is going. A lot of other creators are struggling because of what they're calling the hot tub meta, which is just, (laughs) you know, these Twitch people follow the meta to try and keep up to the top of the views. Mm -hmm. Which obviously, how do we go from Last of Us to people in kiddie pools and bikinis that's what i want to know that is a good point (laughs) so it's weird that like this week so twitch stepped in and said look we don't like this we don't love the way it's going our community doesn't seem to be too much behind it um except for the you know the simps um so we're going to take the biggest one uh which is amaranth who is the most sort of the face of the hot tub meta if you will and they removed her ad monetization which is a pretty big deal no warning and she hasn't technically broken any rules like, if you don't like the hot tub meta, that's one thing, but it's not actually against terms of service either. Right. Yeah. Where do you guys stand on this?
1: I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit before, but I do think that, like, you know, you come on to Twitch to see one thing, and if you see that other thing, there's a lot of people that, that could, you know, that could be troublesome for for a variety of reasons uh, and some very legitimate. Um, just in the case of like you know some people you know they try to stay away from stuff like that because they can't really control themselves around that kind of stuff but then if it's shoved in their face on a on a platform that's meant for gaming
0: um are you talking about the no fap community uh, just like you know they've, they've stayed away from porn for a year and then all of a sudden they're well, in here looking for a league of legends stream and with <laughs> oh, <no, no. laughs>
1: that that or like just as you said where like you know you have people who you know might be on on the spectrum and could be taken advantage of easily and. You know, they don't really yeah. go towards things like that. Or even, you know, like kids and stuff like that. Like, you know, and then wandering on and then they, they see stuff like that. It's like I could see how it, it it can be frustrating for it to pop up in places whenever that's not what it's supposed to be about. And uh, but, you know, mm. that's kind of that kind of saturation has happened, you know, and and infiltration, I suppose, has happened to almost everything that we have. Um, so I mm. I don't know if you can ever really stop it, but I get their position on trying to stop it. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Like in, it personally doesn't affect me, so I don't have a problem with it. But I, I see if people, I see the point of view of people who would be against it. And I see that some of some of those reasons could be valid.
2: I mean, um, kind of in the same boat, but it's just like, I, I, I don't like the fact that it was going that direction anyway, right? Because I was yeah. using. I prefer using Twitch to you know, yeah talk about games, talk about nerdy stuff or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like if you want to do that kind of thing, do it on exactly. OnlyFans there's, or, there's on or Instagram or like It doesn't or have to be nudity yeah.
0: over there. There is a platform for that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no, exactly. No, no, no one can go and like you know do uh, their Pokemon card collection on OnlyFans and have people sub to it because no one will ever find them. You know? yeah precisely so
2: there's a there's a there's a place for everything and and i don't think it's necessary to do, they were just trying to capitalize on the fact that oh we've got you know a, a fan base here or a demographic yeah. here An that easily is susceptible demographic you know, here easy, yeah. exactly 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 least susceptible de- yeah. Oh,
0: well yeah this has been coming yeah. for a while like i don't know if you guys went to too many cons in the couple of years leading up to you know covid um like we started seeing and interacting with a lot more uh, sex workers during um oh, cons because they just saw what's well, easy advertising cuz they would they would really lean into the cosplay element oh, and yeah. in many cases like in 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 places where I was in states where it was legal um would actually hand out business cards like hey like what mm-hmm. you see? hit me up later man I'm here for mm-hmm. three days. You know, let's let's uh, make something happen. And like, good on them. I respect the hustle, man. But there, there definitely is an element where they do understand that, you know, there are portions. I don't want to lean into the stereotype, but it is there for a reason sometimes. That, mm-hmm. um, you know, gaming people are sometimes socially isolated. Like we might have very thriving social communities online, but face-to-face that's a bit harder. And if you are single or from an isolated place and you go to somewhere like that, Um, You know, when all of a sudden there's an attractive person saying, hey, you know, for money, we can be real friends. You can have the interactions you want. It's not necessarily predatory, but in the cases like we were talking about off-air, which is what Hebrew was talking about with the spectrum, that didn't come out of nowhere. I was talking Mm -hmm. about real-life examples of people that I know who there's actually had to be interventions made by the family because um, of like visiting strip clubs or spending a lot of money on, on, on websites like chat sites because, you know, those interactions for them... Uh, the human cues aren't necessarily like there, like what we would see as fake or inauthentic. Those social cues aren't recognized by a lot of people who are on the you know Asperger's or autistic spectrum. And then these people handing over hundreds or thousands of dollars to these people, What they think they have a genuine connection with them and they don't. And I, I do feel there's something gross about sometimes that angle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels a little expected to me. I feel like there should be some protections in there. Yeah, you I know, it's kind of like I think there should be caps on video game loot boxes too for the same reason is that you know, people who can't help themselves, we need to find a way to help them help themselves, you know what I mean? And I know that there's overstepping the mark and that people have the freedom to choose, but some people don't. And that's that's what bothers me a lot about that sort of thing. And then again for the creatives as well. Like I mean, and I'm saying this incredibly selfishly, it's incredibly hard with your best work and the funniest thing you've ever done or whatever. You can produce the most well-produced video that is hilarious, that is poignant, is relevant, does all the things that success should see. But if you never make that page because it's covered in boobs, and and we've betrayed ourselves here. Like dudes created this situation with our love of boobs. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like we've done this to ourselves, but there is something about it that, i do kind of wish it was on its own platform and not twitch but again that's because i you know that that's the place i go to to watch gaming stuff i actually don't go to twitch as much as i used to i spend way more time on youtube now mainly because of this like the front page is just full of things it used to be finding like oh actually i did want to see what that game's about that guy's playing it sweet i'm gonna see what he's up to you know you gotta search for things and if it's a lot of time with Twitch, the magic was just finding that thing, not looking for yeah. it. Because if you're looking yeah. for something, you already know what you're looking for. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. No. Absolutely makes sense. I, I've always yeah, like I mean, I know I want to see boobs, but I want to see him there. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? I've always yeah. been a proponent yeah. of the of the filter factor. So like, it's it, having yeah. whatever company it is or, or whatever platform automatically put on filters for things like that. And then you have the option to take them off. But if you start off every account with them on, it's much easier for people who do have potential issues with them to keep them on. Um, and then the yeah. people who don't have issues or actively would like that kind of stuff, then they can take that off and you know they can be exposed to that kind of stuff. But I feel like mm. that's at least a safeguard that is a little more built in. And can protect like a lot more people. Like I've been the same thing for like parental controls on things and stuff like that, and loot boxes. I've said the same thing about before. Having more controls that come automatically on, which is like the key factor there, not just the option of, but coming on. Um, that that's something. Speaking of cosplay, though, um, did you see the image I sent?
0: Yeah, dude, I'm trying to think of who she looks a lot like. Like, I'm trying to nail that look. I can't think of exactly who it is in my mind. But yeah, obviously very attractive. Yeah, Yeah. she bad bitch. Oh, I bet you're trying to nail that look. From League of Legends, yeah. I'm trying to think it's kind of a little bit like um, the actress that plays Quake. There's a little bit of that in there, but there's a little bit more sort of Asian influence. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the right actress. I know the name in my head, but I can't. I'll I'll, uh, randomly blurt out a name throughout the pod, I'm sure.
1: Yeah well the those two All and right. it's it's very it's funny because it's I, I just realized this but it's very naughty and nice because you know sona is
0: the two characters you. Picked. yeah
1: i just i didn't even think about that until now but yeah like she is she is a bad bitch like but sona is uh-huh. like the epitome of goodness so yeah that is kind of funny it's the the devil and the angel
0: <laughs> there you go Nintendo has been making more choices, sort of leaning into the whole microtransactions or paying for extra things over the last couple of years. Um, But this one's definitely a step in more into the egregious. So Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is coming on the Switch in July. And there's basically a new amiibo that's going to have Zelda uh, with Loftwing, which is Mm -hmm. apparently in the original game. Was the Mount in the first game? Uh, I never played the first Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword, neither did I. yeah. I don't remember if it was or wasn't. So apparently there is a super fast mount, uh, which is this loft wing. but the only way you're going to be able to unlock it in the game is if you have purpose, uh, purchased the Amiibo. Now, this Amiibo is bigger and more detailed than previous ones, so they've significantly increased the price of this one as well. Wow. So basically, if you want to get this, uh, it looks like the cheapest version to get this is going to be $25 in addition to the base game. To get a mm. fast amount, which is pretty crazy. For I, one I might of, say as well, not a new game, but a yeah. remaster of an old game. Yeah, I have one of the Guardian Amiibos from
2: uh, Breath of the Wild.
0: Mm. That's I cool. I are it's actually, actually like, yeah, really I'm nice thinking. figurines. I will say.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were pretty cool. But like, still, the, just the idea of yeah, if you want this, there there were things like you you had to get through um, Amiibos with. Breath of the Wild. Like, you couldn't get Epona, I think, unless you had the... um, What was it? The Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Ocarina of Time Link or something like that. For uh, You had to have that amiibo. And then you could unlock Epona in Breath of the Wild. Otherwise, you couldn't get Epona. And that was, like, the fastest mount in the game. Mm -hmm. But I I don't think it came at a higher price, though. It was just basically going off of previous amiibos you'd already had
0: but yeah they did
2: they did introduce the uh like i said the guardian which i think was more it, it was more expensive because it's much bigger it's got the big long arms and it just like can sit That's and right. stand on that so I, I mean it's i don't think it's anything different they've done before but it still mm-hmm. kind of sucks
1: <laughs> i don't does it kind of <laughs> yeah. suck yes but i don't know if i necessarily mind that because it's not anything game breaking it's just a faster mount
0: i mean have you run around in breath of the wild it kind of is game breaking like i mean it it literally makes the game more enjoyable because you can run through to points of interest significantly faster than if you didn't Mm -hmm. have it like it's it's a quality of life improvement that i think is massive for that yeah and
1: i I played it and that's why like i i i know that of course it would be better but i don't know if i would have too much like I don't I guess have that much of an issue cuz I get a physical figurine with it that's you know nice mm. so at least I get something physical as well as as something in the game so I don't know I don't mind that if it was something like you know like a buff for the rest of the game or something like a like you know like you know t- plus 50 damage or some shit or something like that for the rest of the game like a mm-hmm. sword or something like that then maybe I would I would have a bigger issue with it but just a faster mount yeah it makes traveling a bit, a bit better but i don't know i don't have that much of an issue with it i know how much it costs i know what i'm getting it's not a bottomless pit of a loot box so i'm okay with it
0: all right starfield either of you guys know what this is uh i do not
1: know of starfield at all i know obviously what's happening nope. right now but i i had never heard of starfield before
0: yeah, so it's been trending on Twitter all week. So this is the game that a couple of years ago at the big Bethesda event that... Uh, what is old mate from Bethesda's name again, Hooch? Oh my God, I cannot remember. Um, oh, I swear to God, I, I talk with this guy like at least once a week and now I can't remember his yeah. name. yeah. Uh, the main guy that you see here on the it. stage at like E3 or Bethesda Fest or whatever wherever it is that they are talking about their games, he is the guy, yeah, Mr. Skyrim. So last time they were talking about how uh, a super fast splash screen for Elder Scrolls Six was there. Mm-hmm. And then they said Starfield, which is going to be a brand new IP for Bethesda, which is obviously a big right. deal because they're quite notorious for what they make. Uh, but most of the games have been sort of set uh, with those big massive open scope games in more of the fantasy Whereas this one's supposed to be a sci-fi space RPG, which really cool idea. So obviously everyone wants to see it. Everyone's been asking for more information. It's become almost a meme. Uh, So there's been a lot of like little sneak things coming out here and there on Twitter. Everyone thought that must mean that at E3, we're gonna get an announcement that it's coming soon, probably this year. And that seemed to build momentum. And then yeah, basically the guys from the dev came out very quickly saying, yeah, no. At the very earliest, you might hear any three a couple of details, but it's not coming till 2022 at least.
1: Yeah, I, I expect that too, so I'm not that worried about that. Yeah, uh,
0: d- uh, everything is not coming until 2022. <laughs> that is the safe rule, hundred percent. So yeah, there we go. No uh, Starfield this day, and I think it's pretty safe to stay. No, no uh, Star Citizen either, guys. I, think, I don't think. Oh, I can see that, so I don't <laughs>
2: okay. So how long has Star Citizen been in development now?
0: Oh, we played this game before. It's like ten years or something. It's stupid. Yeah, is I was just is. trying to think.
2: Yeah, like like which which is I think we mentioned this before. Like which is a shorter development time, Duke Nukem or Star Citizen?
0: Well, I mean, are we talking Half Life Three? Because I mean, that still oh. wins everything with that prize. But um, I mean, the new s- the new meme game is Elden Ring. That's the new meme one. That's the one that mm. they announced years back at the height of Game of Thrones before it was shit um that um what's his name i was gonna say tolkien but it's definitely not him uh george rr <laughs> R. martin is writing oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah which literally yeah, yeah, they yeah. announced it and there has been nothing since i mean nothing it just disappeared
1: really yeah and there or, wasn't or there is that-
0: i thought there was a big um mmo from uh, a big chinese developer as well Remember the trailer for the MMO that had like all sorts of like sky steampunky blimps and shit about the same time as Elden Ring got announced announced? I,
2: probably, I, probably I don't remember that, yeah. But no, I don't There's remember that so specifically.
0: Many. Yeah, it very, very much looked like the world of Bioshock Infinite kind of vibe. Um, I'll find the trailer while we're going through the pod actually and track down what I'm thinking of. Okay. Either way, one game we do know is going to come out somewhere in the next year is Back for Blood. Uh, they went a little bit more in-depth. Looks like they're trying to put a bit more of a story into what's happening this time. Do you think there's actually going to be any story, Hooch? Or do you think this is more of a like Team Fortress 2 kind of setup? That they just want to tell you who the characters are and build some fun little videos. But ultimately, it's just a shooting survival game on a loop.
2: I think it's probably going to be more... They're going to try and develop a story around it at least give them give players some sort of connection to mm-hmm. the characters and why they're there. Uh I think that's just the 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 kind of vibe that I'm getting. It's just not not like almost I mean it, you still had that kind of with with the uh, Left yeah. of Dead, right? Where you you it wasn't like it it was building a story, right? But it wasn't like building a universe kind of thing. It was just giving you a more insight to who the characters are and why they're there. I think it's kind of a similar was, thing.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the um Like, for Left 4 Dead, especially, like, the first one, um, the characters were a bit, like, more iconic, maybe because it was just the first one, but it seemed like there was, in both cases, there was, like, an overarching story, but it it wasn't super intrusive into the game, so, like, a lot of people, if they didn't really care about the characters and they just want to play the game, like, you wouldn't really know anything about the story, you're just, like, following, you know, the directions of what to do, um, but if you did mm-hmm. care, like there was enough meat on the bone there to kind of dig in a bit, um, and especially with the personality of the characters. So there was that the second one. I don't know if it was just because it was suffering from, you know, just being like the second and, you know, wasn't, you know, as good as the first or what. But it didn't seem like they put as much of a, you know, kind of accessibility to the storyline that they did with the first one. Um, but in both mm-hmm. cases, they they had a, the same trailer as this, basically, where they went through person-by-person person cinematically and was like, this person's this. And then they had a little, like, you know, oh, don't, you know, don't you touch me, zombie? Like, you know, a little clip of their yeah. attitude. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what they did here. So, um, yeah, it's hard to say what route they're going to go, but I hope it's going to be something a little bit more like the first, where it's there, but it's not super intrusive. It
0: was that MMO developed by Bluehole, the same guys that did... Um uh player unknowns battlegrounds hooch Do oh you remember that okay. trailer? Uh, no how, how, how long ago was that 2017 they announced that
2: oh my god
0: yeah so to- i didn't realize that you know that game coming out very shortly that's actually been getting a lot of hype recently um uh- which is ascent infinite realm it is that game i'm pretty sure it's oh. coming out later on this um uh, like early next month
2: wait a minute ascent wasn't that wasn't part. I think of the... someone
0: was telling it's going to be on like Game Pass launch like next month, right?
2: I thought that was already out.
0: Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, um, I, th- I have to have a look because it's like it's kind of like air. Like they've obviously made the name to the yep. air ascent infinite realm. So I need to have yeah. a look at this now. Actually, yeah, so, yeah. Apparently I, that I, game did come out. I completely missed it.
2: Yeah, it was part of the Microsoft um, indie thing that they That's did a couple right. of weeks ago. And then now it's like, hey, it's coming out today. I think that that's when they released. Was the day of that? And I haven't even because I think it's is it PC and console or is it just console?
0: I know it's definitely console. I just need yeah. to check uh, whether it is indeed the same game. So because there is the Ascent, which is a different game altogether. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um coming to Game Pass as well. And that's kind of Cyberpunky 2, I think. It's a looter shooter mm. though. So now I'm confused okay. about what's what. So oh, yeah. I need to go FIFA. and have a look. It's the same name, basically. So we'll see. Crazy. All right. Now it looks like uh, face scanning for sports games might be making a big comeback. So we've joked around before how like a lot of these games they spend all this time trying to get the model and likeness rights of the athletes and then they're just absolute dog shit, with the exception of FIFA. FIFA can be very accurate. Yeah. Uh, But it looks like 2K is trying to go back to the drawing board. Uh, They've invested in this gigantic face scan of tech. So they've got a bit of a showcase video happening on YouTube at the moment with the WWE game, 2K22, um, basically showing that, yeah, they're going for the most hyper-realistic capture of uh, celebrity athletes as they can going forward. So Mm -hmm. we're going to see what happens with the next few sports games. But what's 2K got the license to now? They've got one basketball game, WWE. Have they still got the hockey? No, hockey is both uh,
2: EA and 2K. Uh, I believe... What is it? It was baseball they also have, I think? Because they couldn't... Because they, they tried to get that from EA because uh, EA took NFL, mm-hmm. right? And But they couldn't block Microsoft or Sony from creating their own because the MLB was like, if, if console manufacturers can make them, but no other third party can't. So I think they still had baseball. Um, right. I don't I think for other sports they don't have FIFA because that's only EA. Um uh they obviously they have basketball, uh they don't have football. Uh so yeah, I mean there's there'sn't a whole lot.
0: <laughs> I
2: mean they think it'd be kinda good for basketball though.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, if they put that sort in. I mean, the tech obviously exists. So why they wouldn't just yeah. copy and paste this for all the new sports things? But you, I guess you do have to rebuild the engine, though, which a lot of these companies seem to only do every few years now. Yeah. Not every mm-hmm. year like they used to.
2: Well, here is like, well, yeah, you, and you couldn't do it now because if you were working on a game for the next generation, this current generation, you would have already set that in place. So unless you're going to hold off and wait for it for the next year, or maybe you're in a situation where you're just not going to push the envelope with the first game that comes out this year. And maybe you can go back and be like, Hey, we're going to use this technology.
1: Right. Yeah. True. i only thing that like, I mean, I think it's good that they're going to be doing that the more realistic, the better, but I just hope that it is also going to be as good. This isn't just for the memes. Like, like I genuinely do hope that they do better with the hair physics. That's about it.
2: Oh God.
1: Of course. <laughs> Seriously, I, I think of that's course. one of the most important things in actually making it seem real is the hair physics.
0: Right. So here's yeah. the thing. It looks like I'm very confused. About, I'm just going back to the the last story thing we're talking about too, which mm-hmm. is the um blue hole MMO. Yeah. So it, I'm seeing some things. There must have been like a Eastern release back in the end of twenty twenty one. And yet there's mm-hmm. stories uh, in the last couple of weeks talking about a closed beta test for that right huh. now, like in the middle of May. So huh. yeah, no one really knows what's going on with that game. It kind of fell off the really? radar. It was so hyped, I guess, because Player Unknown's Battlegrounds was at its peak yeah. and they were talking about diversifying yeah. what they were bringing out i'm yeah i'm wondering because we we do need that big mmo we've been saying this for a while we're, we're craving that next and it's right for the picking but,
1: right now like i mean wow is losing players right like crazy yeah. it's it's so old and yeah. dated like we we need one
0: yeah absolutely and something that i guess can run on a lot of different systems for, as well because obviously we do have the the great tech shortage of 2021 uh, in the midst of it. Although we we can live in hope that that might be coming to an end, I suppose. So uh, did you guys see the announcement from the Ethereum guys this week?
1: Um, I I didn't see the announcement for that, but I did see a TikTok where a guy was talking about how he switched from Bitcoin to Ethereum to start mining because it's not nearly as as bad. It doesn't require nearly as much power, uh, which has been obviously bad for uh, the environment.
0: Yeah, that cost him a bit of money this week when uh, Elon mentioned that. Yeah, yeah Bitcoin crashed hard. Yeah. Between that and the Chinese announcement, Bitcoin crashed. It shows you how
1: much sway Elon has on the markets, dude.
0: Man, the amount of crypto that he has moved with tweets in the last year is insane. <laughs> <It's really> crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. and there might as well be a meme uh, crypto just called Elon right now. Uh, honestly, like, like I was expecting it. Like I was expecting that to happen. A- yeah, yeah must. <laughs> That's it. Smell that sweet mask. So anyway, um, there is some changes coming soon new to uh, Ethereum, especially, especially, where they're saying that they've basically done some internal testing and they believe that they know a new way to generate new Ether, uh, which will reduce the energy consumption required by at least 99.95%. That's crazy. That's a tiny reduction, isn't it?
2: No, just a little tiny one. In other words, does Ethereum mining,
0: wrong? which is kind of the one that everyone's been really, you know, dumping the uh, GPUs into, uh, that in Bitcoin for this last year, uh, means that they might stop buying our graphics cards. Fuckers. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? I, I know. I hope it means that, but who knows? Man, I hope so. Yeah. I'd love if it led to them like trying to offload it and then all of a sudden it does the opposite. Like it drives all the prices down because the second hand market is saturated. That'd be sick. Mm, that would be nice. Now that they know they can yeah, charge we can live these in prices,
1: though, I wonder if...
0: Well, we discussed this a while back, didn't we? Saying that all these companies that jammed up their TV prices now, the phone price is about to go up, and that is that when all the things go back down, there's no way they're going to drop their prices mm-hmm. down. Right? No, unless, absolutely. Unless China comes in big dick swinging. If they come in and just go, you guys are crazy, we're going to take this market out from underneath you with your overcharging bullshit, like they did in the past um they'll wreck them they will absolutely wreck face but then again they're the ones creating the shortage too so who knows what their end game is there yeah i agree with china china uh last of us got some sexiness this week so last of us 2 now has its free uh ps5 upgrade already a pretty looking pretty good looking game boys uh, but now you'll be able to go all the way scaled up to 60 frames and a couple other improvements as well. Yeah, that's
1: good. That's solid. Always a good one to play a, for anyone that's getting a PlayStation. So,
0: Yeah, yeah
2: I should go back and play that again when I get yeah. a chance. Because I'm I sorely not using my PS5 as much yeah, as I can right? or should. As I want to, Yeah, as you really. want to, exactly. Um, yeah, as I want to. I want to be playing it more often. But really, the
0: only thing that gets any significant amount of play is FIFA. That's sad. Yeah, you're done with Returnal. Is that where you're sitting at now?
2: I think so. I mean, I tried to go back to it again and just got summarily wrecked.
0: Let's do a stream called Side Seat Driving where, or Backseat Driving where mm-hmm. you play that game and I will basically go, no, 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 no do this. I'll, 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 I will teach you to return. So you're going to be
1: the Gordon Ramsay on TikTok roasting him. for. That's him. Oh, that's even better. I <laughs> just go...
0: Yeah what the fuck is this? Yeah, and just really rip him a new one. You, all right, you listening to a big with? boy? <laughs> he always calls everyone big boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like I don't know what to think about these games. Like Last of Us is one of those games that sometimes I don't want to go back to because I think like your first reaction to it is the best and the right one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you know how it all pans out with such a story-driven, you know, masterpiece that that series is, I feel like you're looking for the, the breadcrumbs along the way, which I guess with some movies, I do love doing that. Like when there's a big twist and then you go back and watch it and realize all the clever subtleties they had yeah. right in or, front of you the entire or if time. if they had any, yeah. Is, if they're good, they do. Or if they did, yeah. But I don't know if I want that in these games. Um, just because I think the gameplay itself, we said this, uh, I think, with uh, Crondo earlier, that I don't think the gameplay is like best in class. It's a fun game yeah. to play. It's a good game to play. Yeah. But I don't think it's like the most entertaining gameplay game out there. If it, The the first four or five hours of riding around where it's very uneventful before you get into zombies and, and shooty shit and betrayal and, and, you know, pregnant people getting killed, um, you know, <laughs> it's pretty slow going. And yeah. it's more movie than gameplay, so... I don't know if I will get that complaint for quite a long time. I think I need a bit of a space between drinks. Plus, it's depressing as fuck. I don't mm-hmm. want that again in 2021. Not in the headspace yeah, not, not, right
1: yeah, exactly. Nah. Too much already.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I'll pop it in and see what it looks like. And like, oh, this is good. Okay, move
0: on. Yeah, well, that's fair enough too. Yeah, just seeing what it looks like. Uh, now, Hooch... EA has hired the former head of Shadow of Mordor Studio to run a new studio for them, which we don't have a name for at the moment. Um, but yeah, former Monolith Productions executive Kevin Stevens, uh, who did the Shadow of Mordor Shadow of War series, is mm-hmm. now going to be coming over to start a new um, blah, 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 studio at EA. And they're going to be focused on the single-player RPG side of things, which is always a good good thing. So, Oh, yeah. Because because those games were very good. They were, they were WB produced, weren't they? Published, yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so.
2: So the problem, though, is they're lacking one thing that made those games key the Nemesis system. They can't use it because it's been patented.
0: Do you think there's going to be, like everything else, just a, a very clever way to say this is definitely the Nemesis system, but for, re- for legal reasons, it's not the Nemesis system? Ooh, like, I think there's way like yes.
1: I feel like 100% yes.
0: It's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it,
2: I mean, when you patent something like that, that's, if, you get, if anybody gets close, yeah, exactly.
0: though, like, if they do the actual learning AI system of that, like the way it supposedly evolves to like counter you better, then sure, yeah. I understand that. But I think that patent itself seems like, from a legal standing, it's too broad exactly, yeah. to just basically say, well, there's a repetitive enemy that like learns from you. I don't, I don't really know how strong that is. Then again, i'm also very much not a lawyer so (laughs) that yeah we can take this straight to the court (laughs) right
1: now um she says it's fine yeah but no no i I agree i think i think that the patent is too broad i think that like like things like these are essential to better future technology period but especially in games so Mm. i feel like this if if this patent isn't thrown out eventually anyways because you can overrule patents even after they're mm. even after they're uh marked um if it isn't thrown out like that anyways then i think that there's going to be enough leeway to easily make something that is the exact same and or better and yeah. um it then i imagine that they won't be able to patent that
0: imagine mm. like fallen order the, the star wars mm-hmm. fallen order with like a nemesis system yeah. so you just have like these nameless inquisitors that keep somehow coming back from the dead you know and they're just like angrier and more force powers than ever <laughs> and like specific yeah. shit that they can negate your abilities that'd be entertaining yep, dude, as that'd fuck be cool. dude i love the nemesis system on shadow of war it, it was is so really much good. fun it escalated yeah. so much in the second one though like i remember the amount of times yeah. where like so, when, when you get like those combo of perks where you're like fuck it's gonna take an hour to kill this guy do you know yeah. what i mean um and then there's like a one standing next to him that's like literally drop out of the sky and you can one-shot murder him. Like I loved the flexibility in that, mm-hmm. but it, it, it I don't know what it was about that algorithm when the game first came out that the amount of times that like I literally had to run away because by the end of it, there's like six dudes rocking up to kill me. You're like, because you go in to do the killing blow on the guy you think is the one that has his weakness. So it's like, oh no, this is a new guy. Shit. You know, and then run away, <laughs> hide. Yeah. Do it I again, always you know? I always
1: cheesed it with the uh teleportation ability where you like shot someone and then you would teleport to them. Do you guys know the move?
0: Uh I do. Yeah, but not everything was like there was a lot of uh, the system I used to find the the move you used the most mm-hmm. uh was the one that usually they were immune to. Like you couldn't kill them that way or in some ways they could counter yeah. you specifically with those right. abilities. I found that was the game's biggest strength at go. Oh, this is how you take these things down? No, screw you. Yeah, I mean more to separate uh, I found there was always one or two in a pack of four that were like one shit killable from stealth, which I thought was a mistake for them, especially with how easy it is to go back in stealth. Mm -hmm. Like, as Mm -hmm. soon as someone loses line of sight with you, you're invisible? Come on, that's not how it works. (laughs) Hey, hey, they're orcs, they're stupid. They are stupid, that's true. That's what I mean. Like,
1: you could always clear out a room if you could just, like, because you could cover so much ground so quickly with that teleport ability. Um... Like I would always, if I got like caught or I had too many people on me, I'd just get up till I had a free second. Boom! Lock onto someone across the map, teleport over to them, mm. find my my next spot, and then teleport back over and do it. You know, secretly. well, that is the
0: reason I like the trickster the best for playstyle in Outros ah, okay. because Similar. like that ability to just port like with a shotgun, just go oh you've got a big swarm of guys right on me. Nope. I'm going to pick the guy that's basically playing sniper up in that tower. That's where I live. Yeah, That's my house. (laughs) Yeah. That's my house now. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which is a good segue too, because Outriders was in the news a fair bit this week. Um, Square Enix has obviously seen that. uh, Yeah. It turns out you get three to 5 million players uh, consecutively in a uh, concurrent, sorry, I should say Mm -hmm. in the first month of release uh, for a, new franchise is worth investing in so they basically said that they are including that as their next major franchise that they're going to invest in so we should expect more of a triple a sort of quality about it which i think it still had but i mean it had it just all the teething issues a, yeah
1: it just needs less less bugs yeah. more refinement
0: they need to solve the cross play thing yes. like because that game you need to play it with people and that's its biggest strength and right now, that game you do not want to play with other people because either the connection is going to be so shit that anyone that's with you is going to be a liability, and then number two is they're going to be double liability because the scaling's so yeah. bad. So I think if you if you gave that game the polishing and investment on top of that, like what they've done with this, considering the funding and the studio size, was really impressive. Like that, I still say that. And Hooch's hours in that game, I think, are the testament to anything that it was very very good.
2: Yeah, oh, <laughs> referring to the fact that I'm um, almost at my fourth level 30 character, I'm the
0: Pyromancer's at 28. Yeah, some right people now. might say that you've Chewbergered this game, do you know what I mean? No, you uh, do it fast maybe. Enough. <laughs> you
1: had to do it in three days.
0: Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, but he's got three. he's still got three characters at max level, I don't, I've got one. Yeah, but you didn't do like, to do on it One guy. That's why if you went full chew i went full chew on it at the start but then i finished yeah. everything and then all the parts that i wanted to do with my friends uh didn't exist yeah, and still exactly don't. so, so you, yeah. put
1: your, you locked your tardis yeah. away and you said no nah, i'm not going well, to Well, I we still through, spent a lot of hours
0: it. in it like let's be real there's still a lot of hours invested in that game and hooch is hooch is right that there is something addictive about the way they've done the treadmill like even as a single player with no progression there's no real reason to get the gear other than faster times there is something very addictive about the way they've done the treadmill. I still can't figure out what it is, Hooch. I don't know. I it's.
2: I, I I'm in the same boat as you. Like I'm trying to figure out exactly what that thing is that keeps me mm. coming back. It keeps me playing, and and like the story, even though the story is the same thing over and over again, I
0: don't get bored. not the lack of another game. through it. That's what
1: that thing. Yeah, is. I, know. Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, they I were, sp- there was a lot to do with it, to be <laughs> fair. But I mean, well. Yeah, I mean, actually, you're not wrong, because there's been a few games that I went to and, like, bounced off. Even at the start of Returnal, I found myself still logging off and going back and playing Outriders uh, yeah. at least once a day, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly, and that's that's kind of the thing it is. It's just, like, there are other games I could have played, but I kept going back to play Outriders.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's understandable whenever you uh, do a two-hour commitment into something, and then you realize you lost it all, and you don't want to fucking play that game, so you go back to yours.
2: No, but... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I was having fun initially with Returnal. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started getting that I got to the point where it felt like they were throwing more enemies unnecessarily at me in the beginning. That's what became frustrating for me. And that's what pushed me kind of again back to Outriders, which has its own problem with balance. And, you know, the more like imbalance, I should say, right? Because their idea of making things difficult was just throwing more and more enemies at you right. uh, that puts you in a inescapable um you know animation where you just keep getting bounced around yeah a hamster yeah, right. wheel like i shit. can't do anything exactly exactly and so it has and that's been improved and but
0: not fixed do right. you know what i mean not like a, yeah i, mean, I think yeah. with a bigger studio investment a lot of this stuff would would happen faster well you would love to think that i mean there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot Full of AAA triple A's titles being shit for months by Square mm-hmm. Enix too. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, shall we shit on Avengers yet again? Let's <laughs> maybe. not. <laughs> oh, so, absolutely no, let's do it always. Always
2: shit on. Yeah, yeah we've, we've opened that book. So yeah, to
0: it's, too. It's, it's it's I still, know, I, I, I just know. like I like the fact that this is going to happen. Like I I do love the fact that they're committing to this yeah. now because it deserves it. This is a fun universe that should be explored. Yeah. I mean, yep, it hits some of the old classic tropes, but. I I do want to see where they evolve this to next. I'm hoping that now they sort of expand into this galaxy hooch. Like, without spoiling the story, it seems like in many ways they've kind of solved-ish some of the problems, but there's a lot of questions as to, like, where did those storms come from in the first place? Mm -hmm. You know, do they have some sort of reason or source or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. And then how they were manipulated, obviously, being another layer of that. So Being able to control that would be the next step to me, right? Yeah, and the, and the ability to put in so many more classes, too, because of that. Like, do you know what I mean? We don't yeah. really have like a, a lightning themed person yet. I mean, the closest no? is the yeah. trickster, but that'd be pretty cool. Because you've got yeah. your poison, your fire, your time, uh, and then Earth, I guess, uh, which is the other one. And yeah. then uh, I think if Captain Planet Thoughts mm-hmm. anything, we need someone with the, the power of heart. So <laughs> I say, make me
1: a city of heroes, city of villains style game with uh, set in the invincible uh, world.
0: Why are you going to break my heart by making me remember stuff like that? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like Marvel Heroes, this is always what I think about next when you do city this to me. Well, what was that game? There was one in production that was getting close uh, last year. Might have even been year before, was last time I looked at this. I'm going to Google this while we keep talking. Um, there was like a spiritual successor to that, that someone was working on. One of the original devs was attached. I'm positive. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'll look at that in a sec. Oh, well, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Um, they're also Set teasing. In the, in
1: the Invincible Universe, I think would be fucking sick.
0: Mate, I would be all about mm. yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, we also saw some teasing on Twitter, hooch, that they were saying that, uh, yeah, they want to uh, make some more content for the existing one, which could Good.
2: Happen. Although they need to fix some bugs first, do some balance changes next. Like all the classes need some tweaking, with the exception of Technomancer. Uh, they all need a little bit of tweaking before they can start. You know, adding more
0: content, mm-hmm. fix the issues that yeah, you have. fix what you have
1: first. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, NCSoft apparently, as of August last year, were really doing a lot of stuff. Uh, he said, uh, "Ship of about Heroes," about like getting a new name for something called "City of Heroes Homecoming."
1: Okay, Kalmar um, said, "Ship of Heroes" was the spiritual successor.
0: Oh yeah. Well, where is that at, Kalmar? If you can find anything about it. Yeah, he's right too. Because no, there was two concurrently. There was Ship of Heroes, and there was one other one. Um. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. It was such a long time ago. Because I remember doing this once before, of like. Oh, here we go the the article is literally the question we're asking but he's just said it is whatever happened to all of those spiritual successes <laughs> was yeah, it really that i remember big going through the character creator. was What's it really that? that
1: big of a game i caught the very tail end of it like i i got it, it like a month well later, that's the problem down.
0: everyone did mate like okay. i mean i got in on a ground level of city of heroes d- bounced off it but then city of villains something pulled me back mm-hmm. Um, like I was really enjoying it and then it sort of you know got knifed. But uh yeah, so there was Valiance online, so apparently that's in Alpha, that was one of the ones I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Ship of yeah. Heroes was the one that had the really big um like character creator that they showed online. And then City of Titans, which I had a feeling it was the same devs as the City of Champs, but I can't remember now. Huh.
1: Yeah.
0: So I don't know what happened with the rest. Um I think Valiance was the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, but who knows? I think we were all also who kind of hoping knows? that like Marvel
1: Realm of Champions was going to be something like this before we knew exactly what it was. <laughs> oh, why are you <laughs> to <that guy>? <laughs> be that oh, guy? I mean, the thing we
0: had, Marvel Heroes Omega. Like, how can you take that away and not replace it with something? I still don't understand that because that game, how much money did that game make with all the with know. all the stuff that people spend on it? I know so many people that dumped heaps of cash into all the they, different it, uh, costume variants. Is it, yeah, because that's so many good costumes. Isn't Future Rev
1: supposed to be a little more on that money? So no,
0: it's not saying it's going to be a Diablo style, but we just don't know. That's the problem with that game. And where Realm of Chance went wrong, too, is that we still don't really know what that game is. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw a couple of brief snippets of gameplay this week, but I say gameplay because it looked like they were showing, like, you know, in games where, like, you hit your big heroic ability and does, like, a big sick animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It showed that, but it didn't actually show the normal game. Well,
1: there's like a good there. bit. There's a good bit yeah. of gameplay actually out there. I, I've seen a good bit of gameplay, and
0: off oh, in the beta yeah, leaks, and oh, I've had another look. There's also um, like more confirmed Diablo-y. raids and
1: stuff like that as well. Like we know that that kind of stuff is going to be on there.
0: We don't know till. What I mean, it's scale. currently our greatest best hope. Right. Let's put right. it that way. Like I mean, there's nothing else really on the horizon outside of that. Yeah. But yeah, I only got to play City you
1: know, of. I, I, played city of villains and it was only for like a month and then it was axed mm. and so i was like oh fuck but this game was fun while i played it but i didn't know it was like such a crazy yeah. thing until way later
2: oh man yeah exactly hours upon hours lost playing city of heroes
0: before wow was a thing oh well yeah i mean that's the thing the wow was kind of the murderer of a, a lot of those mmos yes it was. and so many great mmos that should have probably survived but they just didn't because of things like wow like i still yeah. say rest in peace WildStar be severely underrated mmos yeah i played a little bit of that like the thing i liked about
2: wildstar is it it supported like your different type of play style right you could be the combat you could be the explorer you could be the yeah you know the creator or crafter or whatever and it gave you the option to to focus on that and then progress
0: yeah I, i i don't know man there's so much so many of those things that were really going in the right direction for a long while, It's just things that people have abandoned, because obviously they're not as financially profitable for these companies as the microtransactional um, you know gotcha uh, games on mobile. So anyway, it is what it is. Now, gearbox, we talked on this pod before that uh, Gearbox is working on a new franchise where well, they've now announced that it is going to be relaunching next year, twenty twenty two. And uh, also broke this week that there is a new Borderlands game likely to drop in 2022. So the question is, what is that Borderlands game? Like, because we don't know anything really about the new franchise yet. So is this just going to be Borderlands 4? Or are they going to take the cue from what all these other companies are doing, like Ubisoft with Division, and bringing out some kind of a new thing that, you know, is multi-platform and goes on mobile and all that sort of thing? Like what's going to happen? Uh,
1: I think it's either going to be... It's going to be one of two things, I think. I don't think we're going to get four. I think it's going to be an in-betweener, which they've done a couple different times before. Um, or mm-hmm. it's going to be... Yeah, like some kind of mobile uh, version of, of the game. Um, because mm-hmm. it, it seems fairly quick for them to come out with one. Another one so soon. How long... Well, I don't know. May how, how long has Sporeland No, 30? it hasn't...
0: It's been longer than you yeah, think. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> I think it was was it late 2019 actually, or was it 2020? I think it was no. 2020. Borderlands 3. Uh, it was 2020. Sure? I'm trying to think. Of uh, what I what was think it was
1: 2020. This is what? this can be Google searched. Hold on a second.
0: September no. 13th, 2019. Eat a dick. Yeah. Man. Okay. Gotcha. 2019.
2: All right. Fine. Yeah. So was now what's the time length between Well, there was a bit of time between Borderlands two and three. Yeah. Because you had the Well, they had uh, the, the pre handsome Jack back in exactly.
0: time origin story they did one. The in betweens. So. Yeah. What well, was that yeah. called? <clears throat> the pre the pre the pre-sequel. sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pre sequel, yeah. I guess it was good. Yeah, it was. I liked it very much.
1: Uh, you got to play as um fucking him? Mm. Uh the bot.
0: Yeah, I want I I, track, I want them to you. lean into the PVE stuff. I, I really want them to lean in and make raids, like because yeah. they do big bosses so well already. I'd love to see that taken to the next level, but I think they'd have to redo the class system pretty heavily because, like, the mm. synergies between the characters. You know, I mean, you can kind of have one person carry the whole thing, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess I'd love to see it go there um and i think if you simplify the amount of abilities you can drop because it's not like you're triggering that much like most of the stuff that you do it's passive so i think you could do like a mobile control setup for a Borderlands style game too if you really wanted to not that i want to play it there but i mean yeah we're seeing so many of these shooters going to mobile becoming so successful, like there. the call of duty yeah. transfer and divisions going that way too um yeah. you only need what the grenade button your ability button uh <laughs> is that it
1: and then your melee, your button, know,
0: melee but, button yeah 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 or your shoe button so there's your four, yeah. and that's what you really yeah. need it's fairly standard
1: and a lot easier a lot less buttons overall than a lot of other games that have been adapted for mobile that's for sure yeah, yeah
0: absolutely yeah. um I don't, I don't know what i want to see um, um yeah i'm kind of in the, the same boat it's i'm hoping it's borderlands 4 but I think it's a little too early for that. Yeah. Just as is, just normal and well, we're just gonna see if the movie it. has an impact too. Like is there something they'd redo with the movies that then they pivot it? I would love for them to revisit the idea of what they were trying to do with defiance. Like, could you imagine a world that they build in an MMO and then basically every couple of years there's a movie which the you basically play the events that lead up to the movie? The movie mm. does all the big things, and then the game evolves, and that's when the expansion drops, and you get all the new shit for the next year. Yeah, well, mm.
1: I mean, well, I know we're gonna talk about this later, but um, yeah, whenever it comes to that that universe, the Borderlands cinematic universe, now, uh, he said that he wants to keep it very much different. So, like, they're going to be two separate entities.
0: Ah, uh, okay. because um, right, he's trying to protect it in case they do like a shit ex- movie that's exactly and that way doesn't fuck the gaming franchise. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, man. Yeah. Oh man. I know you're going to be thinking so much about city of heroes. I'm literally going to be Googling all afternoon, like figuring out <laughs> that a free, much. You know, I didn't realize that Bible. you guys were
1: that into it.
0: Yeah, man, that-, that and Marvel heroes, they, they had, uh, some itches that need scratching in my opinion.
1: Um, yeah, I, I agree with yeah. you. Like, I really think that future revolution, I mean, I, I hope that future revolution is, is going to hit the mark for me on a lot of this stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, for me, like mobile games will will scratch that itch. I'm not sure if you guys need a PC version to do it, but
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, mouse and keyboard for me as well. MMOs, I just want to play there, to be honest. The only thing that really got me thinking about playing more on mobile was Genshin. Yeah. But then when yeah. I played it on PC, I still want to play Ooh, it on PC. Because yeah. like yeah. there is something about that thumb directional control mm-hmm. Hebrew. That like it just tires my thumb over time. Mm -hmm. Like I've got one of the greatest Nintendo thumbs on planet Earth, (laughs) right? From a career in gaming, right? But there's something about those games. It just fucking does it. I think it's the right thumb. I think it's because the most games, the left thumb is like nimble thumb. Mm -hmm. Whereas with mobile, the right thumb is so much more engaged as well and more in the holding position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but the the fact that you slip off that glass panel as well. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, where the abilities where you need to like start it in a certain point, and then because you are moving, you kind of need to move it and drag it, and then get into mm-hmm. a new spot. I don't I know. I definitely agree. I, it's like, just something about if I can just move my mouse it, two millimeters and that shoots my mouse across <laughs> the screen. Yeah, yeah. In you know a third of the time, of course, that's going to for be me better, it is.
1: So. it is very much like the it's the accessibility. I like I one hundred percent think that um, no matter what. Uh, a game on the computer or on a console is going to feel better mechanically speaking than on mobile i don't think that you're ever going to really get to that point unless you you know can have a controller if it has a controller set up for your mobile device as well but um other than that Mm. no but for for me and this is where the personal preference comes in uh just the the ease of accessibility and like the comfort of just like chilling out on the couch or on your bed and then like throwing on the tv in the background and just like watching not giving a shit like i don't know there's something with it that i can't really do on the computer as much i have to like zone in on the computer so i don't Mm. know for me it's just that difference of you know i can open it up whenever you know no strings attached so
0: yeah true all right boys that is going to do it for the gaming news episode for this week since we had such a long replay we saw make sure you check that out with our guest chef crondo this week ladies and gents uh make sure you tell your friends about the podcast rate and review on apple pods uh if you want to join the patreon if you're enjoying what we're up to and want to help us expand our content that's at patreon.com forward slash ANR pod i tell you what those folks have been getting their money's worth recently i think last <laughs> week was six hours worth of recording for yep. them uh, this week is very similar with the way we're going. So yeah, a mm-hmm. um, and pod over on Patreon. Uh, if you want to help us out, we appreciate every dollar that you guys help behind the scenes. That's going to do it for this one. Thanks very much to Hooch. No problem. Thanks very much, Hebrew you Hammer. You are welcome. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Cheers.